As the demand for telemedicine grows, so does the need for connectivity. 5G meets that need. Qualcomm remains focused on giving doctors and patients superior, security-rich 5G connectivity. Learn more at qualcomm.com slash inventionage. In a world of twisted facts, alternative narratives, corrupted corporations, and hacked feeds, how can we decipher the difference between truth and fiction? It's time to take back the truth. Read Robert Kiyosaki's Fake and learn the signs to recognize fake money, fake teachers, and fake assets. Determine what's real in a world where falsehoods are a weapon. Don't let fake advice destroy your financial future. Visit therealkiyosaki.com to read Fake by Robert Kiyosaki. That's therealkiyosaki.com. This is the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. Here's Robert Kiyosaki. Hello, hello, hello. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. The good news and bad news about money. And once again, it's about seeing clearly now. One of the big things about the Rich Dad Company, or the Rich Dad Radio Show, should I say, is our job is to look over the horizon to see what's coming. So this is my question to you. Why is it, you know, in 2008 when the economy crashed, and I was on television warning everybody it was gonna come, I was in Wealth Blitzer and CNN, I said Lehman was coming down, and then six months later, Lehman came down. Why is it so many people got wiped out? I ask this question again, why do so many people get wiped out when economies change? So it's been about 10 years now from the crash of Lehman Brothers, this is 2018, and we sit at the highest bull market in world history. The world has gone nuts. People are throwing cash, first at Bitcoin, then crashed, and then everybody's now into marijuana. And this keeps going up and up and up, and the people are crazy. They're chasing anything that might give them some kind of return. So the question is, why is that so many people get wiped out when the signs are all there for them to, hey, maybe we should make some changes right now? Because all markets crash, all markets boom. And so that's why we have a very special program today. It's about why most people get wiped out is because most people are micro. They're watching micro. Right now I'm watching CNBC or Bubble Vision and they're talking about, oh, now marijuana, marijuana. Everybody's chasing that sucker up, just like they chase Bitcoin up. There's nothing wrong with that, but you better, you better know when to get out. That's the whole thing. So the reason most people get hammered is because they're micro. Very, 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 very few people are macro. Very few. And I would say 90% of our guests on the Rich Dad Radio Show are macro. They're not talking about the ups and downs and the twicks and the turns and, oh, you better, you better you know trade this for two cents of a gain and all that. That's not what we do at Rich Dad. We're basically a macro company. Because if you're macro, you can see clearly now. And if you can see clearly now, it could be the best thing you could ever see. Like if you knew Bitcoin was going to crash, would you have gotten into it? And many people did. They chased it up. You know, I was one of them. I was watching, I put a little, I watched it a little bit and I was watching it, but I knew that sucker was gonna come down. Thank God that I lost nothing in the whole thing. But when things are going up, that's when they're the most dangerous. So that's why this today's program is about micro and macro. And the reason most people get wiped out is some of them are not just micro, they're mini mi micro. They're just looking at the little one penny moves of a stock or something. They're trading on it. And that's what the stock market is right now. It's, it's called HFT, high frequency trading. 
They, they can do 7,000 trades in a second right now. It's micro. Yet nobody's paying attention to the macro. And we had, you know, we had guys like um, Muhammad L. Aaron. He's using the word collapse. James, James Rickards is using the word collapse. They're not talking about crash. They're talking about collapse. Those are very, very, there's a big difference between a crash and a collapse. So I guess today is a very old, an old, old friend. Well, he's not old, but he's been a friend for a long time. It's Richard Duncan. He's an author, economist. He's the author of The New Depression, The Breakdown of the Paper Money Economy, 2012, The Corruption of Capitalism, 2011, and The Dollar Crisis, 2003. And it was the dollar crisis that I first came on to Richard Duncan. I was going through Borders, which is now out of business, but going through this book pile, this book jumped out at me called The Dollar Crisis, and I read it and Richard has been a regular regular contributor to my own personal information and, and advisory, but also he has been a contributor to the Rich Dad Company and many people throughout the world. Richard today lives in uh, Thailand. He's an American, went to a great school, went to Vanderbilt. I mean, he's worked for the World Bank and the IMF, so he's a real deal. He has watched this economy for years now. So it was his book, The Dollar Crisis, he was warning people, as I've been warning people, you just can't keep printing money to pay your bills. I mean, look, if I could just print money to pay my bills, it'd be a wonderful world. But that's what the world is doing right now. And so the economy is booming because we've been printing money. So once again, we have Richard Duncan. He's, he knows what he's talking about. He, he's, he got out of this country, he lives in Thailand now like a wise man. So he doesn't even know who President Trump is anymore. <laughs> he does. But anyway, Richard, welcome to the program. Robert, it's great to be here. Thank you for inviting me back. Yeah, and I look forward to seeing you in a few days out in uh, Bangkok, huh? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to seeing you here. Yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a fabulous event. We have, we have about 800 people, and we're going to be talking to them about micro and macro and how, and how you prepare to prepare. How do you prepare and how do you see the next change coming? So Richard, what are your cons you know you, you wrote the dollar crisis, the corruption of capitalism, and the new depression. What's what's driving you? What are you concerned about being a formerly trained economist? What is driving you? Well, so right now, as we speak, uh, I'm in northern Thailand. We have a little house up here. It's probably no more than 150 miles from the Chinese border, and so the U.S.-China trade war is the thing that I'm focused on at the moment because I truly believe that this could be a turning point in history. And what? if it goes badly, it could it could cause a global economic depression. But it could also cause a war, couldn't it? A trade war and a war, military war. Well, that's right. Trade wars have a way of turning into hot wars. So right. that's, that's a real concern because I wouldn't like to see the Chinese tanks rolling south anytime soon. Yeah, you're not that far away. <laughs> they could be here in 48 hours. Wow. So what's, um, you know, we've had, we've had other guests on the program and they say this trade war will never happen. What are your odds on this? Well, it's already begun. And the thing is, it wasn't really certain whether President Trump was serious about holding China's feet to the fire, so to speak. During his campaign, he often said he was going to impose 45% tariffs on Chinese goods. 
uh, but not too much happened during the first year. The first year they were focused on tax cuts. So they, they got the tax cuts through. And year two, now the focus has shifted to, uh, to putting tariffs on Chinese goods. So already they have, the United States is imposing tariffs on $250 billion of Chinese goods and at a rate mostly at 10%, but this is going to move up to 25% starting on January 1st. Right. And, and it seems to me increasingly clear if we go back and look at what he has said in the past and what his trade advisor, Peter Navarro, has said in the past, I don't think this is just about rebalancing trade between the United States. This is much more about stopping China's rise. This is about making sure that China doesn't become an increasing geopolitical threat to United States global dominance in the world. And what's, and what's your opinion on that or your thoughts on that? Well, there it is true that China has been manipulating its currency and it has been taking advantage of the United States by keeping its currency at an, an, a naturally depressed level for decades by currency manipulation. There's absolutely no disputing that. And this has resulted in the loss of, a, of millions of American jobs. But of course, we have to also understand that this was just not China versus the United States. Many Americans, the CEOs of the multinational corporations and the senior ranking banking officials in the United States were complicit in this arrangement. They, they support this arrangement of shifting jobs out of the United States and into low wage countries because that boosts corporate profits and that boosts their bonuses. Yeah, it's, it's, so, it's just like Apple, right? I mean, they, they're, they've done very, very well with this trade war going with this, you know, with the manipulation of currency. They've done extremely well. Right. So this, the 1%, if you will, they have benefited from this arrangement and they want it to remain in place. But the middle class and the working class in the United States, their wages have stagnated for decades. And the thing that has changed recently is of late, I really think the Pentagon has become concerned about how rapidly China is becoming uh, a, a threat geopolitically to the United States. So now that the Pentagon is worried, now it seems like U.S. policy is shifting. And this is all about stopping China from continuing to rise rapidly. Okay, so now, China, let, me, let, me, let me, you know, let's let's look at. We always talk about all coins have three sides: heads, tails, and the edge. So in the United States, I mean, just yesterday, Walmart came out and said this trade war will raise prices for Walmart shoppers. That's what happens in the states, but it may also increase jobs in the states. But in China, yes. which has as you say, they're in economic crisis right now. Everybody thinks they're doing well, but you know they're in, you and I know they're in crisis. If we stop their goods from coming into the United States, the biggest economy in the world, or one of the biggest, isn't it like a toilet backing up on them? Well, so both sides are vulnerable. China is extremely vulnerable because it has a very large economic bubble already. Their economic model of export-led growth is right, already right. in crisis. Right. What I'm saying is that what happens if, you know, the America, so America, Walmart shoppers suffer? You know, I mean, that's one thing. So, I went, yes, wait, so wait, but what happens? What is Mr. Xi afraid of? Because what happens if the toilet backs up? 
and the, you know, the stuff floats to the surface inside China. What's going to happen if it backs up is my question. China's problem is they have excess capacity across every industry already. And you've been and saying so, this for years. Right. And it's just become worse and worse. Well, what um, does that mean and, to them? I mean, if they, ha if they don't have jobs for these billion two people, what does a backed up toilet look like in China? Well, so if we go, if we really went at an all out trade war where the United States simply stops buying goods from China, then that would that would stop five hundred billion dollars a year going into China's economy. That's how much China sells to the U.S. And that would that would cause a catastrophe. It would cause China's economy to implode. Uh, tens of millions of Chinese factory workers would lose their jobs. The banking system would uh, have enormous non-performing loans and would have to be bailed out by the government. It would be a full-scale economic crisis in China. So if it, it goes that, it's more than just Walmart prices going up. I mean, all this trade backs up into China. Jobs are lost. I, I just read a report. There's 200 million migrants inside Chinese cities who don't have jobs already. And as long as the economy is floating, they can sort of live off the, the ripple effect of a fake economy. But from your point of view, what would happen if the trade war did erupt and they can't provide jobs for at minimum of 200 million Chinese? That's a lot of people. America only has 320 million people. Then you have a billion on top of that. And then you have all these phony cities that they built with borrowed money, plus you have the the uh, phantom banking system with me giving out these fake loans. What is, what, is your, what is the most dire picture from the Chinese side? A lot of times people, I'm saying this because most people look at the American side, but you have to look at the Chinese side. The concern of the leadership in China, of course, is that there would be wide-scale public unrest that would threaten the control of the Chinese Communist Party continuing in power. And the Chinese Communist Party will stop at nothing to remain in power. And that's, so they would, and that's what happened with Tiananmen Square, right? When they, when the young kids came up, they just crushed them. That's right. And it's, it's part of their policy. So, and other, the other part of the report I was reading, cause I want to, you know, I'm not worried about the Walmart shoppers. They'll do fine. But if there is this, if there's 200 million people, the report I read was that the Chinese government cut off Wi-Fi. They have no internet access. But today with technology the way it is, they just create their own communication systems internally among all the dissidents. So they, can't, so they can no longer so-called control the press. Does that, is that, does that fit for you? I think they have a pretty tight grip on the press as far That's, as that goes. It but, seems but they to me, but they can't control it. That's what I'm saying. Because with with they just shift to another app. Well, people tend to get arrested and disappear for years if they're caught using the wrong app. But if there's 200 million of them, well, those 200 million probably are not the ones that are the most Wi-Fi sophisticated. Well, that's that's an assumption. But, Anyway, what I what I what I'm doing my best is, you know, like Americans just say, "Oh, Walmart prices will go up." 
But we have to look at the other side of the coin, which is the Chinese side. And that's what I'm asking you to look at because all too often we look at just our side of the, what side of the toast the butter is on. But I, what, right. do you know, what do you know about the Chinese economy? Is it as strong as people think it is? No, so the, the thing to worry about with China is if we look back to the summer of 1941, the United States imposed an oil embargo on Japan. Right. And six months later, Japan attacked Pearl Harbor and took over Southeast Asia and invaded China. So it is not inconceivable that a trade war would force the Chinese Communist Party into taking more aggressive action uh, militarily to, I, to remain in power. Once again, Richard Duncan is the author of the book, The Dollar Crisis, the first book I read in 2003. And he's been saying it, he says, China's export-driven economy has built all these factories. They have overproduction. They have all these workers that moved out of, off of the farms into the cities. Then he talked about the corruption of capitalism and the new depression. So Richard, right now, again, he's an author, economist. He's worked for the IMF and the World Bank. So he's seen the picture for the big, big, big picture, the world economy. And he lives in Thailand, which I will be seeing him in a few days. We can continue this discussion. But my concern, Richard, is Americans only see it from the price price rising for Walmart shoppers. So I want you to give you the, that's a micro point of view. I want you to ask, give what you see from a macro point of view. We have a few minutes to the break. What, what do you think might happen if there is a trade war? Well, so, yes, I, I, I'd like to talk about the macro, the, the Walmart shoppers, because it's much more serious than most people believe, I think, if the if we put trade tariffs up on Chinese goods, then prices in the United States are going to start rising. That means inflation is going to go higher. And when inflation goes higher, that means interest rates go higher. Now, interest rates have been dropping since around 1981, and they've moved to very low levels. And the lower the U.S. interest rates have gone, the higher the U.S. stock market has gone and the more affordable credit has become. And so more people have been able to borrow more and spend more. What I think Americans are under, uh, underestimating, and perhaps President Trump among them, is how severe the impact on the U.S. economy would be if we have suddenly much higher rates of inflation and much higher interest rates. If interest rates, the 10-year government bond yield now is about 3%, it could easily double or even triple but isn't, but isn't rising interest one of the objectives of the Fed anyway? Because they, they need to, if, if interest rates kept dropping, they couldn't pay back the debt. So higher interest rates makes our debt cheaper. I, I see from the point of view, isn't it possible that the ri rising interest rates are good for the Fed and the Treasury? No, that's, that's, the Fed is very, very gradually tightening up the federal funds rate. Uh, which is still below 2% uh, because they feel like the economy is overheating a little bit and they would like to have interest rates a little bit above zero so they can cut them again the next time the economy goes into recession. But if the U.S. interest rates move up very sharply, then the stock market's going to crash, the property market's going to crash, credit's going to contract, and the U.S. is going to be back into a 2008 severe recession again because so low interest rates are the thing that have fueled this economy now for 
three decades. How will low interest rates, higher interest rates affect the bond market? Well, so so the interest rates are really determined by the, the bond market. The 10-year government bond yield is has been moving up quite a bit over the last few days. So if, if interest rates move up, then bond prices go down. And if interest rates go up, credit becomes more expensive. So the stock market also goes down and property prices also go down. So this is where the U.S. is so vulnerable. If we have a full-scale trade war with China, put up 25% tariffs on all their imports, all the things they're selling to the U.S., then suddenly we're going to get a very big spike in inflation, and that's going to crash all the asset prices, and it's going to cause credit to contract, and it's going to throw the U.S. into severe recession, and it's going to throw hundreds of thousands and millions of Americans out of work, and we're going to be back where we were in 2008. And so it's going to be a double whammy. It's not only going to be a severe crisis in China, it's going to provoke a severe crisis in the United States as well as and in the rest of the world, which is so dependent on both U.S. and China. Once again, it's Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show. We're going to the second part of this program with Richard Duncan. Like I said, we have to look at both sides. All coins have three sides, heads, tails, and the edge. So just because Walmart prices go up, and that's, that was on CNBC this morning. <laughs> that was a little micro for me. But we need to look at the macro, and the macro means looking at the other side. What's going to happen to China? What's going to happen to South America? What's going to happen to the rest of Asia and Europe and Africa? This is not just a trade war where Walmart prices go back. And as we said earlier, the whole purpose of this program is so you can see clearly now so you can prepare for either which way it goes. So we'll come back. We'll be going further into Richard Duncan and what he sees over the horizon. What happens if Mr. Trump and China go to war? You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Log on to RichDadRadio.com while you listen. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki. Welcome back. Welcome back. Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. And today we have a very, very important guest, and his name is Richard Duncan. And as I said earlier, the reason most people get it wiped out like they did in 2008 is because they're micro. They're looking at the small picture. You know, they're like, what's, oh, what's the price of this stock? You know, what's Apple doing today? And what Richard Duncan is the author of is th- are three great books, The New Depression, Breakdown of the Paper Money Economy, The Corruption of Capitalism, and The Dollar Crisis. His website is richardduncaneconomics.com, richardduncaneconomics.com. And he publishes a fantastic newsletter called Macro Watch. Again, the reason most people get wiped out is they're looking at the small picture. 
earlier in this program, we were talking about how people watch Walmart prices, but they don't see what's going on in China, behind China and Europe and Japan, all over the world right now. It's not just Walmart prices go up. So once again, you can listen to the Rich Dad Radio program anytime, anywhere on iTunes or Android. Repeat this program. Just go to richdadradio.com and listen to it again. Download it. Listen to it again. You'll pick up three times more if you listen to it a second time within the next week. It'll make more sense to you. Also, have your friends, family, and business associates listen to it and discuss it because that's real education. That is real education, not the stuff they teach you in school anymore. So once again, we have Richard Duncan. The question is, how do you not get wiped out? Because something is going to happen. You just can't keep doing this stuff anymore. You can't keep printing money, and you can't keep you know, pushing China around. China is a massive, massive, massive power. It's weak. And China is the oldest, uh, what do you call that, civilization in history. They've gone through the ups and downs. They were the first people to print paper money. That's why they don't print paper money, or they tried not to. So there's a lot of stuff going on that our schools do not cover that you can hear only here on Rich Dad Radio. And today we're talking about the big picture so you can see clearly and prepare for the next crash. Like in 2008, I thought I died and went to heaven. You know, Kim and I and Ken Mackerel, we borrowed $300 million because interest rates kept coming down. Real estate prices kept going up. I mean, coming down also, we bought it and we did extremely well. We're set. One move, 2008, we're set. I'm afraid this next crash, whenever it comes, is going to wipe out millions of people because all they're thinking about is Walmart shoppers. So, Richard, uh, uh, we're talking about early. Again, I'll see you in Bangkok in a few days. We're going to talk to about five to 800 people there. Can you tell us about what MacroWatch covers? So, MacroWatch is a video newsletter. Every couple of weeks, I upload a new PowerPoint presentation uh, with me explaining the important things happening in the global economy like this trade war. I recently made three videos on the implications of the U.S.-China trade war. And MacroWatch focuses on three main things. Credit growth, because credit growth now drives economic growth. And liquidity, and by liquidity, what I mean is paper, paper money creation by the central banks, because that's what pushes up and down asset prices like stocks and property and also on government policy, because the government is trying to control liquidity and credit growth. So th these are the things I focus on and how these three things are likely to determine whether stocks move up or down and what's going to happen with property, commodities, currencies, and other asset prices. The great thing about MacroWatch is you use pictures. And for, for a guy like me who's not very left brain. The use of pictures, see how charts are moving and all this, is really you get the big picture instead of watching what's happening at Walmart prices. And what's, what's the price of your service? So normally the price is $500 a year, but I'd like to list, offer Rich Dad listeners a 50% discount. So if your listeners will visit my website, richardduncaneconomics.com, and when prompted, use the discount coupon code RICH, then they can subscribe for $250 a year. Well, thank you for that. That is a bargain. That's How much is that, 20 bucks a month to see what's going to happen? That's priceless. So thank you for, thank you for offering that. Hey, uh, going going back to another thing, I was, again, on micro, you know, people are micro or macro. Most people are mini micro. 
I was watching CNBC this morning, and they were talking about how what were they talking? Oh, they were talking about how the new economy is that the U.S. can print as much money as it likes to say, solve its problems. And the other thing they were talking about was the prices of Walmart. So you've been warning about this, you know, printing money for decades. Can the U.S. keep printing money as they say they will? They can. Well, so Robert, globalization has been the most important thing that's been going on for the last three decades. And what that has, and what that has meant is that I moved to Hong Kong in 1985, and I, I, I saw it beginning at that time. There, I could travel around southern China and see factories for as far as the eye can see, full of young women working for $3 a day. And because of that, wages in the West have stagnated. The price of all manufactured goods have fallen. That's been extremely deflationary. That's pushed down U.S. inflation rates, and that's driven down U.S. interest rates. And the low interest rates in the U.S. allowed the Americans to borrow more and spend more, and that drove U.S. growth, and that U.S. growth, that drove global economic growth. And also, the very low interest rates pushed up the asset prices to the astronomical levels that they are today. That's real estate prices. Real estate and property stocks as well and right. bond prices. So we're in, a, what, we're, we're in a bubble, right? The ratio of wealth to income has never been higher than it is now. There's a ratio that is called household net worth as a percent of disposable personal income. Right now, that ratio is 690%. During the NASDAQ bubble, it was only 614%. And during the 2007 bubble, it was 650. So now it's far above the two last bubbles. What's it at right now? It's at 690 now. It's never been anywhere near this high before. So what does that mean to the average person like me? So that's telling us that asset prices are very inflated and they're very vulnerable to an increase in interest rates. So this trade war could be a turning point in history where globalization is reversed, and instead of pushing interest rates and inflation down, we could see a new wave of much higher rates of inflation and much higher interest rates, which would crash the stock market, crash the property market, destroy tens of trillions of wealth in the United States alone, and crush China's economy. Rather than China growing and becoming an economic superpower, China might find itself in a position that Japan has been in now since 1990. People used to think Japan was going to become the economic superpower, but they didn't. They had a bubble. Their bubble popped in 1990, and their economy hasn't grown since. China may very well find itself in the same situation if this trade war goes ahead. So, you know, being a, a I went to military school, you went to a business school. We were always taught that when there's civil unrest, a lot of times a country must go to war because it's, it's to keep the, you know, because the people are so upset with the government, they say, okay, let's go cause a war someplace else. How close are we to that? Well, I don't think we're close to that at the moment, but it's, it's a real enough possibility that I worry about it. Another question is for the average listener out there, what can they do? Well, they should have their own businesses that will prosper in good times or bad. You can't 
just put all of your wealth in the stock market and expect it to keep going up forever. You need to have your own business so that you are independent and can uh, take care of yourself. And so that also means, what you're saying also, if you lose your job, you should have your business now before you lose that's, your job. That's right. And you need to start, you need to find a way to, to have a business that's going to generate cash flow for you in good times or bad times. So on the, on the, on the bright side, when markets crash, you know, the guys who can go can go short the market, they'll do very well, right? That's right. So again, it goes back to financial education. What would you say to somebody in America with a 401k and they're 60 years old and they're counting on it to retire at 66, counting on the stock market keeping going up? you have any words of wisdom for them? You know, it's not inconceivable that the stock market will keep going up because the central banks are do have the ability to print more money so and how push long, it higher. So Richard, like CNBC was saying, they can do that now as long as they want. Do you concur or not occur, concur? They can only do that because globalization is extremely deflationary. As long as globalization persists, then there's going to be downward pressure on, on wages and on product prices, and inflation will stay very low. That means interest rates can stay very low. In the past, when central banks created a lot of money, it always caused very high rates of inflation. And that made interest rates go up. And so that's why they didn't do it. But we're living in a unique moment in history right now where the central banks over the last 10 years have printed $13 trillion and there has been no inflation to speak of at this consumer price level. And, and, and Richard, you've been saying this for years since I first started talking to you. Never in the history of the world has inflation been, you know, prices are coming down because of overproduction and globalization and all this. So Walmart shoppers are very happy, but at the same time it's, it's kind of causing havoc inside the global economy, is that correct? So Walmart shoppers are happy and, and people who own stocks and 401k plans are happy. The stock market's at a record high because interest rates are near record lows. But if we have a, a trade war, that will reverse globalization, that will be a completely flipping everything that has made stock prices go higher for the last 30 years. Interest rates will go higher, stock prices will crash, and in that case, the 401s will be wiped out. But if the globalization continues, if we don't have a trade war, then in that case, the interest rates could remain low. And if the stock market starts to take a big dip, then the central banks can just print more money and push it back up. So what they said on CNBC this morning was that this is the new normal. They can just keep printing. Well, but the new normal is about to be crushed by the new new normal, which is a trade war. Right. It looks like President Trump and his administration really intend to stop China in its tracks. And they intend to do that by putting up high trade tariffs on Chinese goods. But it, and that will stop China in its tracks and potentially even cause a depression in China. Well, final, but, final, final question. What else could Trump do? Besides a trade well, so war. Trump and the Trump administration and the Pentagon, they're all worried because China is becoming so powerful. And China in particular has a plan called Made in China 2025, where China is investing very aggressively in new industries and new technologies like artificial intelligence. Well, so instead of creating a trade war, which will be a lose-lose situation for everyone, 
the United States needs a made in the United States 2025 plan where the United States government invests very aggressively in new industries and new technologies on an extremely aggressive scale, funded by the government, uh, managed by American entrepreneurs, and we can be much more innovative than China can. We can dominate 2025, 2035, 2065. It will be an American century for centuries to come as long as the United States invests aggressively in new technologies and new industries. If we invest, then we can dominate this century and we don't have to have a trade war that will crash the global economy. And we can create technological miracles and medical marvels that will make everyone on this planet much better off, much healthier, and live much longer. Well, I thank, I thank you, Richard, for your very, very optimistic point of view on this. And let's, uh, well, I hate the word hope, but let's hope that happens. So once again, Richard, thank you very much. Um, Thank you for your offer on MacroWatch. You can go you can get it at richardduncaneconomics.com. And I'll see you in a few days in Bangkok. Looking forward to seeing you, Robert. Yeah, thank Thanks you. Again. And we come back with one of the most popular part of our program, which is Ask Robert. You're listening to The Rich Dad Radio Show with Robert Kiyosaki. Don't be like Charlie. Charlie is that do-it-yourselfer who does himself in. Do-it-yourself is good for tile and grout. It is not good for asset protection. Charlie thought he'd save a few dollars forming his LLC online. With no guidance, he did it wrong. When he sold the property, he lost thousands and thousands of dollars. He did himself in by trying to do it himself. Don't burn yourself. Use Corporate Direct to set up and maintain your LLCs and corporations. Corporate Direct is owned and operated by attorney and rich dad advisor, Garrett Sutton. Garrett wrote the bestsellers, Loopholes of Real Estate, and Start Your Own Corporation. He is Robert Kiyosaki's attorney for asset protection. He and his team will do it right. Visit them at CorporateDirect.com or call 800-600-1760. Mention Rich Dad and receive $100 off your formation fee. That's CorporateDirect.com. CorporateDirect.com. Your financial education continues. Now back to Robert Kiyosaki and the Rich Dad Radio Show. Welcome back. Welcome back. This is Robert Kiyosaki, the Rich Dad Radio Show, the good news and bad news about money. Once again, I want to thank Richard Duncan. He's our guest. He's been a friend for years and years. I first read his book, The Dollar Crisis in 2003, and everything he's warning about is now coming true. So the purpose of the Rich Dad Radio, this, today's program is about micro and macro. Please understand this. The, most, the reason most people are get wiped out is because they're micro. They're just watching the small things of life. And they forget to look at the macro picture, what's going on throughout the world. And so that's why Richard Dunk has been a friend. He and I are gonna get together in Bangkok in a few days. And with the, same, the same thing we talk about there, we have about 800 people there. And he has his charts and his pictures, so guys like me, could look, I like charts and pictures. I don't, I don't care for numbers and words. And you can find him at richardduncaneconomics.com. So once again, thank you to Richard. I trust what, if you listen to his whole program, that it may have disturbed you to take some action. The most important thing is take action right now, even if it's just to subscribe to his newsletter so you can prepare it for what's coming. So once again, you can submit your questions to Ask Robert at richdadradio.com. So Melissa, what's the first question for Ask Robert? Our first question today comes from Andrew in Tulsa. 
Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. says, what would you do with your assets if the economy comes to a deflation? How do you protect your cash flow? In other words, what measures are you taking? Well, that's a fantastic question, but that's not an easy answer to that thing. You know, I think Richard, you know, said, start your own business. You know, what business will survive if the whole economy crashes? So my primary business is not rich dad, it's real estate. And the reason I like real estate is, you know, most people don't like getting evicted if they don't pay. So they find a way to pay. I, sounds cold and mercenary. But let me tell you something. If you're paying for the, you're, you're paying a mortgage on your property and somebody's not paying the mortgage, you kick them out. You know, this is, this is not, you know, I'm not a socialist. I'm not the government. I don't have the deep pockets to keep people who don't pay for, pay their rent in the property. That's, that's the, that's the biggest one for me right now is we have thousands and thousands of rental units and people generally hang on to their rentals. If some of them go out, fine, no big deal. But ladies and gentlemen, I'm writing a book right now called Fake. And the question is, what's real? You see, in my opinion, a 401k is fake. You know, your retirement plan is fake in a crash. They will not survive if Richard Duncan, what Richard Duncan is saying is true. But my assets, like real estate, I have oil wells, I have hotels and all that, their chances of survival are better than your job or your stock market portfolio. So again, the, my book coming out soon is called Fake. You can read it on, you can read the pre-publication editions online right now. But in a world of a lot of fake news, you better find out what's real. Next question, Melissa. Our next question comes from Laurel in Indiana. Favorite book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. She says, do you recommend splitting your cash, leaving some in the bank, and then taking the rest to invest in either gold, silver, et cetera? The question would be, how do you exchange these minerals when the crisis hits? Well, first of all, I'm not a financial planner and I don't give financial advice. And that is that is basically like a budgeting question. And there's more to answer that question, just what do I do with my money? And that's where most micro people are because they don't really see what's coming and they don't see how bad the situation is or how strong it is. So I think, you know, that's the most important thing. Find a financial planner you trust. Not that there's many of them, <laughs> but you know, I mean, you never know. You might find somebody who knows how to look at your look at your financial situation, look at your budget, look at your exposure, look at your risks. You need to do an assessment of your situation. The reason I, I'm down on financial planners is they have to sell you something. They, they have only two ways a financial planner helps you. You're either gonna pay them a fee for their services or they're gonna sell you some stocks, bonds, or mutual funds or savings. So you've gotta know the big picture. Everybody's out for money at some level. It's quite mercenary. But if you don't know where you're at, if you don't look at your financial statement, or you can play the cash flow game and play it, play it, play it, play it until you understand it. Because the cash flow game is really about income statements and balance sheets. It's really about your financial stability. And if you sit there and you're financially unstable, then I can't, nobody can answer those questions for you until you handle what's stable. If you have a job that can be wiped out tomorrow, you know, that, that's a bigger problem than what to do with your money. So that's why Richard Duncan says, you may want to start a business. Well, starting a business is no small feat. But while the boom is on, you can start now, part, start a part-time business. So there's so much you can do that is up to you, your skill sets, your education, and most important, your, your dedication. 
you know, you wait for somebody to give you an answer. I can say, well, put 10% in bonds, 10% in stocks, and 50% in this. I mean, that's where most financial planners are. And that's where most people are. They're, they're looking for the magic formula that may not work in a crash. So once again, that's, that's why I'm grateful for you guys listening to the Rich Dad Radio Show. We do our best to give you the big picture on things, sometimes a small picture. But really, it is your brain that is the most helpful thing or biggest, biggest asset, biggest liability. If you have no financial education, I can't help for you. You know, you can pray for you, but I can't help you at that point. You've got to help yourself. So once again, thank you all for listening to Rich Dad Radio. You can submit your questions to askrobert at richdadradio.com. Thank you.